control, T-minus 90 seconds and counting. The launch vehicle has gone to internal power. T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Ignition. Liftoff. We have a liftoff at 16 lift minutes after the hour. Looks climbing very nicely. We have a roll program initiated. Flight departs have started and in sync. And in sync. Roll program completed. McDivitt reports. And the pitch program has been initiated. Pilot Ed White advises he's received an update of data on the computer on board that spacecraft. We have staging and it's been confirmed here on the ground. Trust looks good on the second stage. Our radio guidance system which controls the terminal phase of powered flight has gone into effect and it is working very nicely. Three minutes into the mission, three minutes. Both in lofting and all other elements, we're, we're right on the money. In this episode, we have Jiminy 4 mission audio, what I've been up to, some reading that I've been doing over the past few months, and some Skylab updates for the 50th anniversary of that incredible mission. Enjoy. For the eyes of the world, now look into space, to the moon, and to the planets beyond. This is The Space Shot, episode 434 for June 2023. I'm John Mullix. It's hard to believe that we're basically halfway through the year already. My wife and I uh, will be having our first baby here in a little under four months, actually closer to three and a half, I think now, Um, which is exciting, terrifying, all those fun things together. Um, It has blown by this year, so I I, I can't uh, imagine how life is just going to go into an even higher gear once this little one is here. Uh, We found out we'll be having a baby girl, so we're excited about that. Um, Lots of NASA uh, clothes are in her future, I'm sure of it, so I got to pull out an old uh, NASA worm hoodie that I had when I was a little kid, so she's going to have some cool stuff. Um, In today's episode, just want to catch up. Um, I've been doing a ton of reading. There will be a uh, book review episode coming up here soon, um, probably later June, early July. Um, I've also got some things uh, in planning. We got to figure out scheduling and everything, Um, but doing a big Skylab 50th a podcast extravaganza with a couple of people that you already know, but I, I'm really excited to get everyone together in one big group for that. Um, the audio from the Coffee at the Cosmo with uh, Emily Carney, David Hitt, Jack Lausma, and Milt Windler will be out soon. Um, that's just uh, at this point, I need to have a little bit more free time to do the editing for that. Um, it's mostly done, but there's still a few new things that I need to uh, get finished up for that. So that'll be a two-parter episode. The Cosmosphere's JWST uh, podcast episode is still coming out as uh, here soon as well. Um, I want to get that out before we do the Skylab episode. So uh, be sure to keep an eye on your podcast feed for those episodes here in the near future. 
I'll talk more about the books and the uh, dedicated uh, book episode that's coming up here. But The New Guys by Meredith Bagby was a phenomenal read. Um, I really, really enjoyed that. And I hope to have her on the podcast. I caught the chat that she had on uh, Space and Things a while back. And I just got around to reading that book. Um, I think I finished it last weekend. It was a, a day and a half read. It was just, a, you know, like once you pick it up, you couldn't put it down. So I'm really looking forward to uh, reading that again in the future and hopefully having the author on to talk about that period of uh, space history. And the impact that those shuttle astronauts had on the program, on culture, on you know, society at large. It, I think it's a phenomenal book and a great addition uh, that really illuminates a period of history that we don't know as much about compared to Gemini, Mercury, Apollo. I've also been busy with a lot of jewelry work. Um, over the last few months, I took a hand engraving class. Um, bought a bunch of new equipment and tools to be able to do hand engraving and some advanced uh, types of stone setting that I haven't done before. So my free time, uh, which I normally do the podcast with, has been taken up by doing jewelry work. So that's one of the reasons you haven't heard from me in a while. Um, I'll be doing some cool space-themed jewelry with uh, with that setup here soon. So keep an eye out for that as well. Um <laughs> Never, never a dull moment here in uh, Wichita, Kansas. So uh, whenever I get free time now, it seems to be jewelry related. Um, I know things will settle down here a little bit and I'll get back in the groove of where I want to be uh, with doing jewelry, with doing my regular day job and with doing the podcast. So I appreciate everyone's patience uh, for the weird lengths of time that are now between these episodes. It should get back to more normal-ish, I'm hoping once a month or so, uh, for podcast episodes. How you guidance? We're solid flight, both systems. Guidance says we're solid, both systems. The primary system in the booster and the radio guidance steering system. Five minutes and 30 seconds. Stand by for sustainer engine cutoff. Seco, McDivitt says... And Grissom confirms here on the ground that we Flight have a Seco signal. looks a little short to me. No, looks like she got across okay. Bad data, Raj. Flight, Flight, Flight plan go. calls for McDivitt to... Johnny uh, 4, your go. We've been given a go by Chris Kraft. Bermuda, air to ground. Raj. Johnny 4, your go. Grissom repeats your go, Gemini 4. Gemini 4, this is Houston Capcom. You're a go. Do you read? For the rest of today, though, I wanted to share the audio from the mission uh, from Gemini 4. Um, the archive.org website has some amazing NASA audio files that are the historical audio reels. Um, listening to these it's kind of a fun thing to just have on in the background if you're playing it on a web browser, but it, they're not the easiest to scan through. Um, so what I did for this is I've got, uh, you heard some of the mission audio from like the launch and the countdown uh, earlier at the opening of this episode. Um, but now for the rest of today's episode, we've got the audio from the first spacewalk, the first extravehicular activity that Ed White uh, did during that mission. Gemini 4 launched on June 3rd, 1965 on a Titan Gemini launched uh, Titan 2 Gemini launch vehicle uh, from Launch Complex 19. 
Gemini 4 was NASA's first multi-day mission, which was designed to help show that humans could function in weightlessness for extended periods of time, something that was crucial for the upcoming Apollo missions. Uh, The two big objectives, uh, aside from being in space for multiple days, were to prove that astronauts could rendezvous with another spacecraft. Um, Unfortunately, there was a lot of things working against the astronauts for that rendezvous. The crew then just decided to move on to the second major part of the mission, which was Ed White's first spacewalk and the test of a uh, handheld maneuvering unit. The, uh, the exchanges between McDivitt, White, and then uh, the Capcom Gus Grissom are just uh, really fun to listen to. Um, everything from McDivitt jokingly chastising Ed White for smearing up his windshield uh, to Ed being told he has to get back inside the spacecraft um, and just being a little bit sad about that. The first EVA wasn't very long, so uh, this episode won't have a ton of mission audio, but it's really interesting to listen to in real time. Um, The astronauts finished up their mission. Um, They ended up doing radiation measurements, uh, exercising with bungee cords. Um, They also took sextant measurements to prove that navigation was possible. Um, And then on June 7th, 1965, their Gemini spacecraft re-entered Earth's atmosphere for a splashdown about 360 miles east of Cape Canaveral. And the USS Wasp was the recovery ship, and they were able to get the crew and their spacecraft on board a short time later. One quick note, I've removed a few instances of uh, dead air Uh, from the audio file, and I've tried to clean up uh, as best as I can, but the original audio is pretty rough. It is difficult to hear Ed White uh, during his EVA. Um, I've tried to clean that up as best as I can, but uh, this episode will definitely be best uh, experienced with a pair of headphones as opposed to car audio. Um, And then the final note, uh, the saddest moment of my life Uh, where you can hear Ed White talking about having to get back in the spacecraft is around uh, 32 and a half minutes in this file. Now, without any further delay, here is the audio from Gemini 4. This is Gemini Control. Four hours and 24 minutes into the mission. The Hawaii station has just established contact. And the uh, pilot... Jim McDivitt advises the cabin has been depressurized. It is reading zero. Read you loud and clear. How many? Loud and clear. We're on box. I guess you aren't getting us on box. Roger. We just now received you. What is your status on decompression? Got the uh, outside six millimeter camera mounted, and he's getting the gun ready right now. Roger. I understand. Can you give us a reading on your emergency O2? Did you copy, Gemini 4? Roger, you mean the emergency O2 and Ed's body? Affirmative. It was full and, uh... It's 3-4, right now. It's 3-4. Roger, stop. Say something. It's 3-4, right now. I haven't changed the spec. How do you read? Roger, read you loud and clear, pilot. How many? The, uh... Outside the spacecraft, as a matter of fact. Roger, understand. Houston, flight, did you copy? Affirmative. Flight Hawaii, Capcom. Go ahead. Roger, I understand. I copy he is outside of the spacecraft at this time. 
Uh, this is uh, Gemini Control. White has opened the door. He has stood up. Roger, he has a hatch open. He's standing in the seat. Roger, understand. Houston will give you a go or no go to exit spacecraft over Guamas. Did you copy? Let's uh, hear that conversation live right now while White is standing up standing in the up. seat. The, the, the hatch is open. Gemini 4, Hawaii, Capcom. Go ahead, Hawaii, Gemini 4. Roger, did you copy my last? Houston will give you go, no go to exit spacecraft over Guamas. All right, Everything looks good here. What do you think? We're happy with it. Everything looks good on the ground, Gemini 4. Very good. Flight, Hawaii. Go ahead. Roger. Oh, emergency O2 is 3400 PSI. Roger, we copied. Roger, he is standing in the seat. Roger, we copied. All systems on the ground look good. Roger. Our ECS is still good. It's reading still uh, 50%. Looks like we're not even using it. We concur on the ground. Uh, when he's moving around out there, he's really rocking his head. Roger, understand. Hawaii, Houston flight. Houston flight, Hawaii, Capcom, go. Tell him we're ready to have him get out when he is. Roger, understand. Tell him to give us a mark. Gemini 4, Hawaii, Capcom. Go ahead, Hawaii, Gemini 4. Roger, we just had word from Houston. We're ready to have you get out whenever you're ready. Give us a mark when you egress the spacecraft. Okay, we've got our go now, is that right? Affirmative. Okay. Be sure and give us a mark when he aggresses. Okay, we're still doing a little work right here. Roger, understand. Get his status, Hawaii. Gemini 4, Hawaii, Capcom. What is your status now? Can you repeat, Gemini 4? Set res right now. Gemini 4, Hawaii, Capcom, can you repeat your last transmission? Gemini 4, Hawaii, Capcom, do you copy? Gemini 4, Hawaii, Capcom, do you copy? This is Gemini Control. Houston, flight Hawaii, Capcom. Go ahead. Roger, we couldn't copy his last. He might have got out. We think he said 
I'm getting out right now at 19.45.45 Zulu. Looks like it's going to cooperate. The weather in the southwest is clear over Arizona. Uh, moving farther east, partly cloudy over Texas and Louisiana. Scattered clouds over Florida. Uh, so in general, the viewing, while white is out in space over the United States, should be excellent. We'll stand by for a recontact in, uh, with our California station in... Uh, Perhaps two minutes. This is Gemini Control at four hours and 31 minutes into the mission. You just tell him we get a signal, I'll call him. Gemini 4, Gemini 4, California Comtech. California Comtech, uh, Houston Capcom. Go ahead, Houston. You just tell him when you get TM signal, I'll give him a call. Uh, Roger, we have TM. Gemini 4, Houston. Houston Capcom. Gemini 4, Houston Capcom. Gemini 4, Houston Capcom, over. California, are we keying? Affirmative, Houston, we are key. Jiminy 4, Houston, Capcom. And you do have a valid signal. That is affirmative. Jiminy 4, Jiminy 4, Houston, Capcom. Gemini 4, Houston, Capcom. Who's calling the Gemini 4? Houston, Capcom. Uh, has, he, has he egressed? He's off coast and it's really nifty. Say again? It worked very well, and I don't can't read anybody. So I'll have to relay. The gun works well. He's been, he's been able to maneuver all over. Out front, back onto the nose, and he's back out again. That's great. I read you now, Ed. Yeah, you're not really working, Ed. Yeah, it, it's working. Keep talking. Jiminy 4, it's working. Keep talking. Jiminy 4, keep talking. It's working. 
Chimney Four, Houston, Capcom. Houston Capcom. Go ahead, Time to keep talking. We're, we're, we're receiving it through your box.
Right, the data looks great here. Texas, remote your air to ground. California, go local. Texas ComTech, Houston ComTech. This is Texas ComTech. Uh, Roger, what's happening to all the, what's, what's causing all the noise when you go to remote? I don't know, I don't hear a thing. Uh, go to remote. Go to remote on UHF. This is Gemini Control, Houston. Here on the ground, we're watching a scope of the heart action and respirations. You got four minutes and 30 seconds left. Go to Cape Air to ground. Oh, yeah, is that right? Uh, where it's attached to you or where it's attached to the spacecraft? Uh, Germany 4, Houston, Capcom. Okay. Germany 4, Houston, Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> 
Chimney 4, Houston, Capcom. Chimney 4, Houston, Capcom. Spacecraft rates are up about a one degree per second. It's pitching you on about a half degree per second in a row. Okay. Houston, Capcom. I don't even know exactly where we are, but it looks like we're about over Texas. Chimney 4, Houston, Capcom. As a matter of fact, you know that looks like Houston down below us. Chimney 4, Houston, Capcom. Hey, Gus, I don't know if you're reading, but we're right over Houston. Look at this. Run out and look. Chimney 4? Chimney 4, Houston? Yeah, that's Gallus Bay right there. Hey, Ed, can you see on your side the spacecraft? Can you see the camera here? Uh, yeah. Is it pointing at you? No, 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 no. Which way? Behind the mountain. I'm not getting the picture. Now, don't get back there where the, uh... No, I'm not behind it. I'm right above my head. Jimmy 4, Houston. Jimmy 4, Houston. Yes, sir. I'm not here about that. Could this really be it, huh? Jimmy 4, Houston. Chimney 4, Houston. Is that right? Well, I've taken a lot, but they're not very good. You're in too close for most of them. I finally put the focus down to about 8 feet or so. Chimney 4, Houston. Chimney 4, Houston. Chimney 4, Houston. Chimney 4, Houston. You know, Ed, this thing about the reference we were talking about looks like it's sure right. Chimney 4, Houston. Chimney 4, Houston. See what the flight director's got to say. The flight director says get back in. Well, this is Jim. Uh, what, got any message for us? Chimney 4, get back in. Okay. I don't know. We're coming over to the west, the west end. We want you to come back in now. Roger. We've been trying to talk to you for a while here. No, back in. Come on. <laughs> we still got three and a half more days to go, buddy. Okay. You got about four minutes to Bermuda LOS. You got about four minutes to Bermuda LOS, uh, Jim. Chimney 4, Houston, Capcom. 
Gold's Germany Control, Houston. We apparently have lost signal in Bermuda after uh, an extraordinary 20-minute conversation with uh, pilot Jim McDivitt and Ed White. Uh, the reason for the delay in receipt of the signal from Houston, of course, was that uh, McDivitt had his key so that in a position so that he could not receive the signal up here. Uh, no great concern on the ground. The conversation was certainly stimulating. And we're assuming by now, we, at last report, we had Ed down in the uh, seat. And we're assuming by now that they're about to close the door. Uh, Roger, uh, is it getting back in, Jim? Uh, Roger. What do you say, Gus? Yeah, he's busy and he'd rather not talk to us. Roger. This is Gemini Control Houston. We have, uh, have lost signal with Bermuda. We, uh, our last report, McDivitt, was that uh, everything was going along all right. Right, the surgeon, we have Antigua data. We're reading easy. And uh, right. we're standing by right now. We expect to get a cue from the flight director as to when we will next depressurize and open the spacecraft. This according to our original plan in order to jettison some of the bulkier gear. Uh, among the items to be uh, discarded in space are the uh, the chest pack, the emergency uh, chest pack that Ed used, the space maneuvering unit, the umbilical, uh, a number of items. There is some question as to whether the maneuvering unit will be discarded. It's not too bulky. Uh, at very least, the propulsion, the oxygen propulsion bottles on the maneuvering unit will be discarded. Perhaps the, the little thruster, oxygen thruster engines will be retained in the spacecraft. This is Gemini Control at four hours and 53 minutes into the mission. That mission audio really is a treat. I appreciate everyone listening uh, to today's episode. I would love it if you could drop a review for the podcast in your podcast platform of choice, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever you listen, drop me a rating uh, and a review. That would be fantastic. Uh, new episodes will be coming out again soon. If you have any questions in the meantime, hit me up via emails, typically the best way, john at thespaceshot.com. Um, that'll go right into the inbox on my phone. Um, love to hear from you. And until next time, I'm John Mulnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side. This is Gemini Control, Houston. At five hours and ten minutes into the mission, to review for you the times, approximate times, of the extravehicular activity of Major White. We estimate here that uh, the hatch was open, the right hatch was opened at 42 minutes after the hour. 
we have a time hack on his, his actual push away from the spacecraft at 45 minutes after the hour. He was back in and standing on the seat at five minutes after the hour, some 20 minutes after he left the spacecraft. We have not had uh, an approximate time of hatch closure, however. Ascension uh, was reading the uh, spacecraft on some telemetry channels. They did not raise it by voice as it passed over that station a very few minutes ago. Right now it's approaching uh, the Tanana Reeve station and we also have a, a station which may or may not be able to uh, raise it at Pretoria, South Africa. The next uh, major discussion we can look from or is the Carnarvon station uh, some eight to ten minutes from now. The spacecraft is in a dark side right now. We, uh, our data here shows uh, approximately two pounds of fuel. Two pounds were used to maintain attitudes during the extravehicular activity. The mission seems to be proceeding very nicely at 5 hours and 11 minutes in. This is Gemini Control, Houston.